You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. And someone asked Jesus, how much do you love us? And he stretched out his arm and said, I love you this much. This is what this day is all about. Here in Colombia in recent years, it has been our custom to have an interfaith Good Friday service at 12 noon beginning at the fountain at City Hall. Unfortunately, I was not able to participate today because of a funeral here at 11.30 this morning. But usually I always participate because I believe there is no better nor more important day to have an interreligious service than on this day, Good Friday. For people of all Christian faith, believe in how much our God loves us. For the one who died on the cross this day died for all sinners. And our common bond of all humanity is that indeed we are all sinners. Again, beggars, if you will, at the doorstep of God's mercy. But because we live in a world of deep divisions and animosity and polarization today, we can easily begin to focus upon those things that divide us rather than those things that unite us. St. Paul himself sought to heal the deep divisions within the early Christian community between Jews and Gentiles, reminding them and us that Christ, by the blood he shed on the cross, put all enmity, hatred, and animosity to death. This is why we call this a good day, Good Friday. Not because of what was done to Jesus, but rather because of what was done by Jesus. But sadly, there is still enmity, hatred, and division in our world today, just as there was 2,000 years ago. That's why we need to observe a Good Friday every year. And that's why we need to remember that this day is not just about history, it's about mystery. The mystery that you and I too can strive to put an end to enmity and animosity and division by enduring and absorbing all the hatred, the violence, and the name calling like Jesus did. That's what it means for us to take up our cross and follow him. That's why each one of us will be invited during this service to embrace and kiss the cross. What does it mean to say that by his blood on the cross, Christ has put all division and animosity and enmity to death? It means that on the cross, 
He took in animosity and enmity and hatred and transformed it and gave back love. He took in bitterness, transformed it, and gave back graciousness. He took in curses, held them, transformed them, and gave back blessings. By his selfless, sacrificial love, he took in anger and returned forgiveness. He took in sadness and returned joy. He took in death and returned life. On this Good Friday, we are reminded that as his disciples, we are called not just to admire Jesus, but to imitate him. We live in a world of deep divisions and polarization, hatred and animosity, whether it be between liberals and conservatives, between the rich and the poor, between the left and the right, between races and nationalities, and yes, sometimes even between churches and religions. On every social, political, or moral issue, there is deep polarization. And rather than dialoguing about these issues with respect and dignity toward each other, we tend to demonize the other and defend our own biases using name-calling rather than truly listening to those with differing views. We do this even to the point of watching only the TV news programs that agree with our viewpoints, news channels, who seek to inflame rather than to inform. What are we called to do? The call of Good Friday is both quite clear and quite challenging. Like Jesus, we too are called at every level and every aspect of our daily living to take in bitterness, transform it, and return graciousness. We too are called to take in curses and mockery, transform it, and return blessings. We too are called to take in hatred, transform it, and return love. Only when we are able to acknowledge that Jesus died for all sinners and imitate his example of absorbing all evil, transforming it, and returning only goodness, can we, like Jesus, put to death all enmity and animosity and bring unity out of division and healing to our sin-sick society. One spiritual writer puts it this way. As individual disciples and as a community of faith, he says, we must be like a water purifier that absorbs all the toxins and poisons and gives back only pure water. Isn't that what happens to us at baptism? when we are cleansed of our sin, purified by the blood of Christ. This, I believe, is the call of Good Friday. For just as Jesus transformed the world by his death on the cross and rose again on the third day, we too will transform our world and find new life when we truly understand that salvation comes not from nailing someone to the cross, but rather by willing, but rather by being willing to be nailed to the cross 
ourselves. This is the heart of the message of Good Friday. For again, we gather here today not just to remember a past event, but to be renewed and transformed in this present day by what happened at Calvary on that first Good Friday. It's not about history. It's about mystery. Let us renew our trust in the power of God's amazing grace, confident that the cross which we are about to venerate is not a sign of weakness and defeat, but rather a sign of strength and victory. That is indeed why we can boldly call this day of infamy a good day, Good Friday. Indeed, the cross is the most powerful sign that we have that God is good all the time. All the time.